This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. everyone. It's good to see all of you today in the house of God. I'm glad to be here. What a week. Amen. I said, what a week God has. And we've got um, two more weeks in the month of uh, July. If you remember, I shared this with you that, that we're in this uh, summer and um, and it's a summer shift. There's a shift of systems, uh, especially this year, but especially here in the uh, in the summer, uh, the month of June, July, uh, and August are significant. The time frame between Memorial Day uh, and Labor Day. God uh, sometimes will. And this is a summer of special attention, so I think we should pay attention. You know, look to God, especially, you know, uh, the number six stands for man. The number uh, um, seven is uh, God's number. And number eight is uh, the number of uh, man and God together, uh, new things. <coughs> so I want to... Um, I want to share this with you before we get into the scriptures today. Actually, the scripture that I would share with you is John 10, 10 out of the message. Uh, actually, the Passion Bible says this. The Lord said this. Um, I'm going to give you life, abundant life, more than you expect. Life to the full till it overflows. How would you like for... Uh, you know, David likened his life. He said this, Psalms, he said, my cup runneth over. Now, you might be, no, my cup runneth out. <laughs> Can I share a little thing with you? It's a simple thing. Uh, but um, the shift of systems is, you know, the, the world is interested in, the, you know, they... Um, and we were all in this at one time, you know. The 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 adage is: is you get all you can, turn the can over, and sit on the can. Keep all you get. True. But you know, if you're this this cup is always going to be running out because even if God pours out even more on you, it's just it, it's not in a receiving mode. Bible says it's more blessed to give than to get. Well, in order to get into a life that's overflowing, you've got to turn the cup over. See? And God doesn't require us to give uh, what we don't have. It's out of believing and simply receiving from Him. Let God fill your cup. Hold it up to the Lord. Let the Lord fill your cup till it overflows. Just till it overflows. It's not hard to get when you're just overflowing. Are you listening? And you know, David said, my cup. You know, it wasn't anybody else's cup. Your cup might be a different size than mine. You might be believing God in different measures than mine. That's fine, but my cup. 
you know, I want to make sure that it's not running out. I'm going to get it turned over, turn, turned right side up, living life right side up, which is what? Receiving, believing God, receiving from God, letting God give us more than we expect to the full till it overflows. Make it easy for you. Amen. You know, God wants to make life easy for you. The devil will make life hard for you, but God wants to make life uh, easy uh, for you. And what would that be? Again, you know, you don't have to be concerned with being blessed if you put our, if we turn that into, Lord, make me a blessing. You'll be blessed because your priorities straight. Isn't that right? And and you won't, you know, and don't. You know, don't worry if you're, you know, I mean, you can only be so much, there's only so much happy one person can stand. I mean, that's the truth. Are you listening? And then you spread it, just simply spread that around. Everybody say, my cup. Don't worry about all that. Spend all the time fretting over so-and-so's cup. Just my cup. Let my cup get turned right side up and let it run over. And Lord, make me a blessing. You watch and see what God does. He's attracted to that kind of stuff. Amen. That's living life on the top. Let's uh, go into the Word of God here and talk about restoration. And uh, the subtitle of this message would be Turn Right. We're in Ruth. The first chapter. Well, Pastor, how long are we going to be here? Well, we're just getting started good now. See? You know, this is, a, this is the, I, I think this is the eternal Word of God. And it is the best picture. The best romance. Uh, once upon a time. Happy ever after. Uh, picture of the Lord Jesus. And his bride, the church, which would be you and I. It's the greatest love story in the Bible. Some people would beg to differ, but I'm tell you what. Now, Pastor Sandy has... <laughs> Perhaps this is an answer to your prayer, Sam. That, you know, she says, I'm praying that the Lord will make you more romantic. I have never... You know, I watch all kind of Hallmark movies, trust me. Yeah, because I love my wife. I try not to say, <laughs> let me tell you what's going to happen, okay? The boy's going to meet the girl, or the girl's going to meet the boy. They're going to fall in love. There's going to be a little glitch because there's so-and-so and such-and-such. There's always strings attached. Something's going to happen that it just looks like it's not going to work out. But they're going to wind up kissing in the end. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. They're going to kiss and live happily ever after. That's all of them right there. Different details, different carry, but I'm telling you, the you know, the decision, the direction, the destination, it's all the same, always. But happy ever after. You know, heaven is God's happy ever after. He wants you and I to be happy ever after, together forever with him. Amen. So maybe I'll tell you what now, man, i my heart is thrilled over this is some kind of story, this roof. Thing. But it starts out with Naomi. Ruth, we don't really even got too much down there except that, you know, uh, uh, Ruth uh, followed Naomi. So, so we're looking at Naomi and we join Naomi and her journey.
Uh, the Bible says the, that she followed her husband down into Moab. Things didn't work out too well there. It seemed like a good idea, but it wasn't a God idea. So we join Naomi on her journey back to Bethlehem. Back to God, back to the blessing, back to where she belonged. And you know, on any road trip, there's a way to where you want or need to go. David said this to Solomon in 1 Kings, the second chapter. Now, why don't you just hear this? I saw the message Bible. He said this, do what God tells you. Walk in the paths he shows you. Follow the life map absolutely. Keep an eye out for the signpost. His course for life set out in the revelation of Moses. Let me paraphrase it for, it for you. Walk in the light of his words, the revealings, and the discovery of his will and his way for you through life. Now Naomi, following her husband, and, and I want you to bear with me because I'm a little bit of a, a, a play on words here in a sermon called Turn Right. It says this about Naomi following her husband. She left the land of Judah. She left Bethlehem. She left the blessing. And she discovered in the course of time that all that wasn't right. She should have stayed right, but she took a left. Have you ever found yourself over the course of time discovering that you took a left or we should have took a right. Stay with me now. So, on the road to restoration, that's what we call it. There, there, there's, a rest, there's a wonderful picture of the restoring power of God, the heart of God. And the road back home, back to God from Moab, I believe that Naomi came again to the place because you know if you back if you back slid you can you need to backtrack. God never leaves us; we leave Him, and not so much Him. He's where with us. The Bible says wherever we go, but there is a course that He sets out in front of us according to His Word, His will, His way for us. There is a course. Set before us, the Bible says, lay aside the sin and the, uh, and the uh, weights that so easily attach themselves. You know, sometimes, you know, we, uh, we don't travel light through this life. We have baggage. Yes, we have things that we carry with us. Because I might need that. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I might, I might. I won't say that. So anyway, let's move forward. Uh, I want you to imagine with me some road signs, particularly, you know, we're familiar with them. In America, we have all different kinds of road signs. But I want you to imagine a road sign, one in particular, that's very hard to misunderstand. Have you ever come to a T in the road? You ever come to a T in the road? Where it was, I'm going to turn left or I turn right. I mean, if you if you if you just you know go straight ahead, they're going to be calling a tow truck. The state police are going to come because you run over the big sign. Probably teared up, teared something up. 
Amen. Nine one one. I'm all teared up. You know, it's hard to miss a T in the road. It's hard to miss a T in the road. The point, the place where you must choose to go one way or to go the other, left or right. Left would stand for the world's way or could stand for the world's way or right could stand for God's way. You know, the world's way is always further away from God and God's way is always moving you closer towards God. You know, nowadays in more modern times, of course, remember with a horse and buggy, you probably wouldn't have been doing 60 miles an hour, uh, you know, with the radio blaring and talking on your cell phone and trying to read the Google Maps on your screen on the middle of the thing. You would not be so distracted. So you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have that such a need for speed so that, you know, you probably, uh, even if you hadn't been that way before, it, if you didn't see it, good old-fashioned common horse sense the horse would. The road go left, the road go right. Are you listening? But you know, nowadays in modern days, uh, we, more modern times when we're coming to a T where we have to stop and turn, uh, you're perhaps familiar with the ripples in the road. The little mini speed bumps. familiar with those, but are we familiar with God's Spirit going, what's that noise? What's that? What's happening? They're, They're alerting us, trying to help us to be aware there's a T coming up, a stop and turn. The ripples that alert us, they actually warn us to do what? Slow down. There's a junction, a stop, and a turn. A T in the road coming up. You know, it's hard to miss the ripples if you're alert and paying attention. But if you're distracted within or without. You know, the Proverbs uh, encourage us, fourth chapter in the message Proverbs says this, keep your eyes straight ahead, ignore all sideshow distractions. You know, I want you to imagine Naomi coming up to the T in the road, and she's having to recall, you know, it'd been a long time in the land of Moab. But she's on her way back, the road to registration, uh, Restoration of the road back to God. And so, you know, she was following her husband. You know how wives do. You know, they get in the passenger seat and they ride. They fall asleep. You look over, their eyes are closed. And you say, are you sleeping? They go, no, I'm just resting my eyes. You want to drive? No, you go ahead and drive. Secretly, they, secretly they, they, they are actually exercising their queenship and that we are their chauffeur. The only reason for the prince is to drive the carriage. (laughs) No, I digress. I want you to imagine uh, Naomi coming up to the tea in the road and recalling this is where we turned left. Or we 
the left and got off course. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, we don't see it immediately. It takes some time for the choice and the consequences to unfold. Both ways, either in a negative side or the same way in a positive in a positive side. Either way, I believe people are hopeful that things will turn out right, even if we take a left. And you know you're never stuck. It's never too late. Don't ever believe the lie that, you know, uh, if you turned left and it didn't work out, that you can still turn around and take a right so that things can turn out right. Well, I think about this, you know, this Naomi, she, to me, she's quite, quite the lady. You know, it takes a lot of courage when you're older, when life has handed you some hard lessons. When you're young, you don't believe you can fail. When you're old, you know you can. Because you have. And it's difficult to make a turn. It's difficult to make a change. Uh, because of that sense of, well, it's not what if I fail, you know. I have failed. And, and you know, life is no longer, Sam, I talked about that this morning. You know, life is, is, there's a God idea and good ideas, and then there's the ideal, and then there's the reality, and the tension in between. You know, when you're young, everything is, the, all the ideas become ideals. Are you listening? The perfect world and a little white house and a white picket fence and the, we have our own definition of happily ever after. The older folks know, well, <laughs> you know, here's the reality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody got to build the house, repair the fence, paint the doggone thing and maintain it for the rest of your life. The grandchildren come, tear it up, mom. You know what I'm saying. That'll help somebody now, see. God lives in the middle. You know, he, he presents this revelation, God's idea, which is a good idea, see. But we'll take and we'll run it way up into an ideal, and we get very disappointed when we realize our reality. God knew both. He goes, now listen, let's get out of either ditch and get in the middle of the road and keep on going. Amen. Make the most of it. Make the best of it. Well, uh, I can imagine, you know, now when Ruth, uh, she'd never been that way before, but remember Naomi took the left following someone that she believed that she could trust as it should be, absolutely. Uh, you know, but it turned out to be a mistake. Not on her part, but you know, it wasn't a God idea. It ended in destruction. How many of you ever got the good idea that when it didn't work out and ended in destruction, maybe that wasn't a God idea? It seemed like a good idea, but it wasn't a God idea. Hard to miss a T in the road. Hard to miss the ripples if you're paying attention. Are you listening? Well, you know, imagine, you know, old eyes see the reality and young eyes see the ideal. 
That's why we need each other. That's why the generations need one another. That's why Naomi's need Ruth's and Ruth's need Naomi's. And they travel together. Well, I just imagine her coming up to that place and say, this is where we took a left. And looking back now, I can see where we got off course. But here I am with another opportunity, another option, another chance, a second chance. How many of you know God is a God of a second chance? Not only we just born the first time, but we can be born again the second time and do it all over again right. And right would be with God. With God and for God. Amen. So I imagine Naomi's uh, uh, you know, thought process would be she recognized the place and the point, the turning place. And now this time, Ruth says, which way are we going to go? She goes, we're going to take a right. We're going to turn right at the T. You know, the right is to turn towards God, turn towards the blessing, the blessing of God. Turn towards everything working out right and ending up right. Now, I want you to remember, we haven't got down into the rest of this story. How many of you ever read a book and you like to go to the end and take a sneak peek? Huh? You're the person that goes, Oh man, I saw the movie. Let me tell you how it ends. And the other person goes, Please. I, I want to see it from us. Huh? You're the end. You get so excited about the happily ever after. You don't let people go from the once upon a time. And learn what they need to learn along the way as well. Amen. You know, you can't live other people's life for them. You can't make other people's choices for them. But you can live your own life. And you look back and if anybody want, if anybody's following you, you can share with them. Well, this is where we took a left. Should have never, should have never left. God never left his will or his way. Never left the blessing. Never left the place where we all actually belong with God. I'm so glad for the second chances I've had in life. You know, real humility is just, it just, it just be who you are. You know, it is what it is. It's like, you know, uh, the, the hypocritical thing is to pretend to be something that we're not. And I'll tell you what we're not. We're not perfect. We're not without mistakes. We're not without failures. We're not without taking less. We're not without doing good ideas that we're not and discovering that they were not God ideas. Are you listening? But don't stay in it. Don't stay in that, you know. She stayed long enough. How long is long enough? Till you realize this ain't it. <laughs> and when you realize this ain't it, now it's time to turn towards right. Amen. And when we do, uh, you know, there's God. There's God still pleased to visit his people and bless his people and help 
his people. Well, you know, uh, there's some of you realize this, and other people are, are using this as an excuse that, you know, you, like David, he said, man, I'm going to tell you what, now I started following God, and all hell broke loose. I headed towards heaven, and all hell broke loose. When I was headed to hell, I, you know, the devil don't attack his friends. Isn't that right? Why, why would the, why would the, why would the devil bite the hand that's feeding him? Sugar, he's, he's riding in your car, using up your gas money, telling you it's going to be okay. And all the while, he's planning on, uh, all the while, he's really kidnapping you and planning on, you know, doing away with you stealing your car, taking your money. Yeah, yeah. Are you listening? He pretends to be your friend. Yeah. See? Isn't that true? How many of With my car and my honey. <laughs> oh, friend, I hope in the devil. No. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm singing a new song. Oh, friend, in Jesus. Lord, 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 not to be religious, but amen means, boy, so be it. If it ain't, so be it. You know, come on, so be it. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you today, are you ready to make a turn? I don't know where you are, but you know, maybe you find yourself coming up to a T in the road. These are shifting and changing times. Perhaps your life needs to take a turn. Maybe you're going, what's that, what's that? And it's a Life is just spinning real fast, uh, too fast maybe, distracted within and without all these sideshows and stuff going on. But you know the main show, the main thing is where are you with Jesus? You know, to turn right means to turn towards God. And you know, sometimes there's there's little corrections. Have you ever been around a 20 mile per hour curve that has the flashing lights? And now, thanks to the gas tax here in Alabama, the highway tax, they've got these pretty yellow signs. They have one down here on Campground Road. Somebody runs right over one of them, but as it is, that's how it happens. Amen. Going too fast, you might run off the road, but maybe, maybe you're coming up to a change, needing a change, wanting a change, you know, ever wanted a change, ever really needed a change, 
It's good when the two of those two things come together at one time, because that's probably when real change is going to happen. Not only do I want it, good gracious sakes, I realize I need it. Amen. Amen. Well, it's real simple. If you're ready to make a turn at the T in the road in your life journey, it's real simple. Turn to Jesus. You know, you may be at a place where, you know, uh, most accidents happen because of distracted driving. I just looked away, seemed like just for a minute, but when I looked back, I didn't have time to make the adjustment. Isn't that right? You know, more uh, I could testify and share all kind of stuff, but you get the gist of it. Let's pray this simple prayer, if you will, and it's good for the saint, it's good for the sinner, it's good for the first time, it's good for this time, no matter where you're at with the Lord, no matter uh, you know what your situation or your circumstance, I can assure you this, he's been waiting a long, long time to come alongside of you and to get your attention and to help you to make the right decision, to turn right. Don't you want, wouldn't it be nice if, if and I'll tell you something now, the promised land of God, living the life that God promises us, life in the place and the grace where God promises us that there is this knowing and flowing of his goodness his graciousness, his highest and his best uh, for our lives. That's been God's plan all along. That was his purpose with Adam and Eve. And Jesus said, I came to restore that which was lost. God wants you to live heaven here on this earth. That's attractive to people that are headed towards hell, that when you come along and say, hey, let's head the other way. This is what heaven looks like. Isn't that what Jesus said? He goes, this is what heaven's like. This is what the kingdom of God. This is where God has his will and his way obeyed. And when God, if you leave God to it, see, he wants to heal you. He wants you whole. He wants, he wants to interrupt the funeral procession, procession and give you back your family. He wants to help. He wants to do whatever it takes to make you happy ever after. What a promise. What a wonderful Savior that we have in Jesus. Amen? Well, let's pray this simple prayer. Now, because it's based out of Romans, the uh, 10th chapter, and it says this, If you'll believe in your heart, and confess with your mouth the Lordship of Jesus. And we need God to save us, but and He is the Savior. That's a dumb work. Are you listening? Salvation is offered freely to everyone, everywhere. The only stipulation is you got to take Jesus as Lord. And what is Lord? You do the leading. I'll do the following. You lead, I'll follow. So let's pray this simple prayer. Jesus, Lord my life, and change me. Forgive me, save me, 
right now. I'll follow. Follow you from now on. From now on, it's your will and your way for me. And I thank you for it. Now I can assure you that God will do his part. And like I said, it's good for whoever, wherever, you know, you're at in your journey in life. You know, let me simplify things uh, for you before we, uh, before we um, move into the miracle zone of you actually getting out of here early. Uh, I assure you, miracles do happen. They can happen. Let me simplify your life. You know, simple is sweeter than all the other stuff. I'll tell you, just keep it it's simple. It's real simple. We get up every day. Thank God you woke up not dead again today, but we get up every day. <laughs> and we purpose, we just pray and then we obey. He leads, I follow. As best I know how. Now, you and him have already, you know, uh, remember, you know, he's helping you with your house, with your car, with your job, with all of your stuff, with your body, all of that. So you're going to do life together uh, with Jesus. But, you know, you can be more alert and aware to that, aware of that, than just running and gunning and, you know, going the world's way. A uh, hundred miles an hour to you know towards the T's in the road. The Lord's just He says, "He that believeth or she that believeth shall not make haste." She doesn't have to be in that big of a hurry. If you realize I'm living eternity today, it started for me when I got born again. And if you got born, uh, if you accepted uh, Jesus today, asked Him to Lord your life, welcome to the family. See, now He will do the leading, and all you and I have to do is, the best we know how, do the following and we have to learn how to trust his leadership we have to learn how to you know hear his voice because you know uh, you know sand can say a lot with just not saying nothing to me <laughs> you know what I mean look now see how she's looking like that you know I've learned after 40 something years how to take that I know the signs Amen. It's been mapped up clearly for me. And in case you don't understand, let me explain it real plain to you. Amen. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Amen. I, you know, I'm, I'm believing uh, God to grow into the largeness of marriage. Amen. Because it ain't over yet. It's just beginning real good right now, ain't it, Miss Cindy? I mean, that's the truth. You know, finally we love our children, grandchildren, but, you know, it's just me and you now. That's a good thing. But if, you, if you've accepted the Lordship of Jesus, you're going to be on a wonderful daily discovery, see, of his leadership. And he'll never lead you wrong. Amen. And if you take a left when you should have turned right, that's okay, you know. I mean, if you miss the ripples and the flashlights and all that kind of stuff, don't worry, he's not going to, you know. You know, sometimes... Uh, Recently, you know, we were in Walmart and Sam was headed towards the grocery side and I got, I saw these, the, I thought it was a clearance tag on these shoes, so I went down that aisle and all of a sudden my phone rings and she goes, where are you? <laughs> I said, I'm on my way to you, where are you? 
on this, why is that? So you all said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's a daily discovery of how to walk with Jesus. He don't get, we came in together, we were going to leave together. You know, we're together, together, even if we got a little separated because of a few aisles and lots of stuff in between. Amen. You'll learn the Lord's voice. You'll learn His ways. You'll learn the course that He has set out for you. I hope this helps you and brings some peace to you. You know, when you can't trust yourself to follow, you know, trust Him to lead. Just trust Him more to lead. Amen. He'll never fail as a leader. Even if we fail as a follower. So just trust his leadership. Amen. He believes this. And Jesus is the epitome of we win together, we lose together. But we are together where that's concerned. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Listen, I want to thank you for joining us today. appreciate all of you being here in the house. And as Pastor Sandy said, oh, there's no place like the house and home and family. You know, I, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate a to-go box from the family reunion, but boy, it would have been a lot better to be there in person. Isn't that right? That's right. You know, uh, you know, elbow your way in. Make sure you get your fair share of barbecue chicken, macaroni salad, and all that good kind of stuff. Other than just somebody gave you what was left over, and you don't know, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying. Come get y'all where that's concerned. But if you can't, we appreciate Listen, we have prepared uh, enough. Uh, God has been so gracious uh, to this church to allow us to go out uh, literally world, you know, worldwide now. The internet's made the world a small uh, small place and yet such a large place, a large wealthy field. Amen. So want to thank you. Listen, if you prayed that prayer today, we want to hear from you. We'd love to help you with your first steps. Uh, either with God uh, the first time or this time. Uh, we got some free materials. It's absolutely free, no cost or obligation to you. We just want to help you walk with uh, the Lord and celebrate you. Welcome again to the family. Welcome back again. Uh, if you've been gone for a long time or wandered off or whatever, you know, uh, listen. You know, uh, uh, you'll, uh, you'll always be celebrated uh, in this place. God celebrates you and so do we. So until the next time, I want you to remember this. You really are so very blessed. So you be at rest. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.